The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored. No holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. Hey, I may have jumped the gun there. I'm not sure if you all heard me. My either uh, I'm not Jaya or my voice has changed. Are you ready for sex with Jaya? I'm ready for sex with Jaya. This is D-Love in Jaya's stead. Jaya is in lands far away, Scotland, teaching uh, at a workshop out there with an undisclosed, very prominent figure in the self-help world. Um, his, he will remain nameless. Um, but uh, she's there. She's having a great time getting her first rest in probably a year and a half uh, since uh, we had our baby. So... Um, we have a very exciting show today. We have Ellen Heed, one of Jaya's partners in crime, uh, out to heal women of uh, sexual birth trauma, and another guest, Issa Herrera, who has also been on the path to ending female pain. So that's uh, going to be after the first break. We're going to be speaking with the both of them and hopefully giving everyone listening some answers and some clues of how to reclaim your sex lives. Um, but in the meantime, we have our trusted weekly guest, Victoria. Victoria from Eden's Fantasies. You can go to EdenFantasies.com and uh, find out everything that's going on there. But here she is, Victoria. Hi, D-Love. Hey, Victoria. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, I think you're doing a good job with the show so far. Thanks. So no need to be nervous. <laughs> I am a little nervous, but uh, there's a lot of stuff to manage here, and Jaya is usually on top of most of it. So anyway, um, you have a few hot sex toys for the week to uh, let us in on. Yeah, I decided to go with things that I think are good beginner level or kind of first-time sex toys um, to kind of fit with the theme of the show. So things that are kind of small and um, very adaptable and versatile and good for beginners. So the first one is the Be Cute Pearl by Be Swish. It's a discreet massager. So it's kind of, it looks like a smaller version of um, a traditional vibrator and it's silicone. It's really beautiful and it has kind of a gentle bulb kind of pearl design on the insertable portion. So the bulbous shaft is nice, but it's not too girthy, and it's nice and flexible. It just is a really good first-time toy. 
And you can use it for penetration or external stimulation. It's travel-friendly, and it, uh, it just takes one AA battery. So that was the first thing that I thought of. I was going to ask the girth on that, because uh, if that was big, that could be more than a starter's implement there. Yeah, it's not, it's. I think it's a pretty discreet and small toy. It actually, um, I did a video, if you look on the product page for the Be Cute Pearl on Eden Fantasies, you'll see that it actually fits in the palm of my hand in that video. So oh. it's really a, a good piece. I, and I like the size of it. The colors are nice. The feel is nice. Um, it's discreet. You know, it's travel friendly. And people usually like that. That makes them feel a little more comfortable, too, with trying out toys. Hmm. And then the second one is the Voila. Um, that's a clitoral vibrator by California Exotics, and it's also very small. It actually fits only in the palm of my hand. Like, it's really small, hmm. uh, about the size of, like, a business card, actually. Like and a that's a rechargeable, a rechargeable, waterproof little clitoral vibrator, and it has seven different functions. It has um, just steady vibration, and then it has these really cool pulsations, it's, it charges really quickly, and it's wonderful for clit stimulation. You can use it for other points on your body. It's just really great, and you can get a lot of um, play out of it on a single charge, and it's also really good for travel and good for use with a partner. So that's another one that I think would be great for beginners. Got that little curve there for uh, to get right in on the, on the clit, right? Yeah, it kind of is ergonomic. Like it, it cups the mons. And it will, and you can use it kind of to lay against right there above the clit. Um, so it really lends itself to easy use. Um, anyone who might have kind of been put off by sex toys before would probably find this one pretty unintimidating and easy to use. Nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, and what is going on on the forums? Everything, as always. Uh, <laughs> so just today... Uh, we have threads about, you know, fantasies and welcoming our new members and Cochrane advice and some talk about the mentor program, which is a great way for new people to hook up with advanced reviewers and kind of get some advice on how to write sex toy reviews and all about navigating the site and things like that. Um, there's threads about men in sex toys, masturbation techniques, menstrual cup uh, comparisons, material questions, polyamory talk, relationship advice, erotica, all kinds of stuff. The forums are always buzzing with tons of different topics. Mm. Is the polyamory thread, is that an ongoing uh, thing, or is there some specific new thread that's going on there? There We actually have dozens of threads about um, poly relationships and questions from people and people talking stories, giving advice, that kind of thing. It just depends. It's all different stuff. So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I think, um, are curious or nervous, and they talk about opening up their relationship or kind of relationship mapping, and or some of the, they demystify some of the common misconceptions about uh, polyamory. So it, there's all different types of threads um, on every given issue or subject. Um, so we have, it's very well organized. We have all of these kind of parent categories and then under each parent category are subcategories. So when you start a new thread, it's not just in some general pile. Um, it's easy to kind of sort through and, and find what you're looking for, especially if you're new to the site and maybe you just want to read about toys or you just want to read about relationships or you just want to read about porn or you just want to read about 
pop culture or anything like that. You can ju- or even updates to the site or specific programs. You can click on that category and it'll only show you the things that relate to that specific topic, mm. which makes it really easy to navigate and find what you're looking for. Plus, you can always use the search bar, um, which will bring up any products, any threads, anything that relates to the keyword that you searched. User-friendly for all of your oh, yeah. sexual needs, EdenFantasy.com. Um, the, what's the, do you follow that Cochrane advice um, thread? Well, there's usually several of those, how to measure for a cock ring, uh, which cock rings are best, right. which vibrating cock rings, you know, people like, all kinds of stuff. It just depends. Um, some, you know, how can I get my guy to wear a cock ring? <laughs> you know, it's all different ones. Um, let me see which one is in the most recent thread today. Just wondering if there's anything on the top of that uh, forum that's like the best piece of cock ring advice. For somebody just getting into it. I mean, you can certainly find, um, I, of course, you know, guys talk about, well, what's better? You know, wearing the cock ring uh, around the shaft and behind the balls or just around the shaft. What's mm-hmm. more comfortable? How do I use a vibrating cock ring best with my partner to give her the most stimulation? You know, so there is a lot of great advice like that. And I mean, you find a lot of that advice in the in the product reviews for cock rings, too, because we have a section where people cover their experiences with the product. And so you get a lot of firsthand experience and advice from the person who's reviewing the product telling you, well, if you're in doggy style, you might actually want to put the vibrator on the underneath of your shaft so that it hits her clit. Or Mm. if you're doing cowgirl, you might not want to put it around your balls because it'll get too tight, (laughs) you know, or something like that. Or maybe, you know, if you're going to buy a metal cock ring, you know, measure twice, make sure you buy it a little big, you know, that kind of thing. Um, So there's a lot of guys kind of relating their experiences, which is awesome because there's nothing like real, undiluted, authentic, you know, like customer feedback. And, you know, it's way different than just, taking the text that's on the box of the, of the package and saying, here, guys, here's the way you use the product. I would much rather hear from somebody who actually tried it themselves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's so much product out there. It's just a growing, growing uh, list of all the toys that keep hitting the market. It's like, oh, yeah. It's fantastic to have Eden Fantasies there to weed through some of this stuff. Um, so, the, uh, so you also... Um, uh, sent the information about the Paul Krasner community interview, and uh, he has an article over in Sexist Magazine. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the interview was fantastic. I made it most of the way through um, before I had to get on the call. And, yeah, it was 55 uh, questions and answers. Yeah, Pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. Um, so he seemed dedicated to really, uh, you know, letting the, letting the, the Eden Fantasies um, uh, community in on his life. Yeah, I was surprised at how candid and personal he was. I mean, he was just so down to earth with us and answered every question so thoroughly. And I was just, I was so honored to have him uh, come to our community interview. And we were really, really excited about it. And it just wrapped up this week. And he actually gave copies of his books out to his favorite questions, the people who asked his favorite questions. But uh, what a life he's lived. And at 78 years old, he's pretty internet savvy too. I mean, he was on the site every day and answering his questions and just being really awesome. Did uh, you approach him or did he approach you? Uh, we actually, we do a book club with Clayus Press who has put out his most recent books. 
And so we did, um, our book club with Cleus is called the Naked Reader Book Club. And we did a Naked Reader author profile on Paul a couple months ago. And it was just really amazing and kind of brought to light all of the things he's done, all the accomplishments and influence, you know, that he's had. And we decided to ask him to do the community interview. And lucky for us, he agreed. So, you know, we got it set up and we launched it last week. And it was just a great success. For everybody who doesn't know, he was uh, in with Abby Hoffman and Jerry Rubin um, and Lenny Bruce and one of the one of the true radicals coming out of the 60s, 70s, and he just kept it up through the 80s and 90s. He's a political commentator. Um, he's, we need those people at the front of the line pushing the, bo- the borders and the boundaries to make it safe for all of us to be fully self-expressed. So a true yeah, And I think he'll continue to write until he can't write anymore. I mean, he's still... He blogs for the Huffington Post. He writes columns for High Times and AVN. He has a new article coming out in Playboy this month. Like, he's a busy guy. You know, I hope that at 78 years old I can be that productive and still be contributing, you know, some good to society in the way that Paul does. Awesome. Um, so we've, that's the community interview, and he's also in the Sexist Magazine um, uh, in the um, book club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, so what's the code for the week? I think it's the same as last week. Yeah, we do the same code every week, so people know it's Jaya25, and they can get 25% off anything on the entire website. Awesome. All mm-hmm. right, so we are coming up on our break here. Once again, that is Victoria from EdenFantasies.com. Check them out. Use Jaya25 for a 25% discount on whatever you want to get from them, all your sexual toy needs and um, fun gadgetry. And uh, we will be talking to Victoria again soon. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be back with more Sex with Jaya after the break. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. When Zaya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected. So we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. If your pets could talk, they'd tell you to tune in to Pet Shop Talk. Join internationally recognized animal massage therapist Lola Jean Michelin every week for a show that covers everything from nutrition, health care, and training for your pet or animal. Lola and her guest experts will bring you the latest trends in the pet care industry. And even if you're not a pet owner, you'll find out why pets do the crazy things they do. Tune in each Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Healthcare is a topic that is prevalent on everybody's mind these days. We've heard of the reform efforts that are going on in government. Where can you get some of the most up-to-date answers that you need? Tune in to Clint's Cures, Answers for Your Healthcare, with host Clint Mound. Clint has over 40 years of experience in the healthcare profession and is prepared to offer the answers and solutions to your questions. Listen to Clint's Cures every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya Hello, and welcome back to More Sex with Jaya. Um, we are back. Jaya is off in lands foreign, and uh, we are going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus here. Um, the best of shows will be continuing to run for the next couple of months here on voiceamerica.com. Um, we are going to have a very busy summer. We're going to be launching something called Erotic Intelligence TV, which can will be found at eroticintelligencetv.com. Um, there's something up there already, but it's very, very minimal. Um, but uh, slowly that's going to get built up, and they're going to be offering a full line of um, uh, advice, information, regular podcasts, um, fantastic things going on with that. Uh, anybody who's been listening and following Jaya knows that she has been doing 101 days of pleasure, and that is her personal odyssey in um, self-pleasuring, or she doesn't like to refer to it this way, but masturbation. Um, so I think we're on day 19, 18 or 19 already, and um, she's going for 101 days, and you can check her regular daily video blog out, Vlog, vlog, I guess you call it, at 101daysofpleasure.com. Check in with that every day. Um, people are loving it. Uh, she, of course, looks fantastic, flush and relaxed every time she does one of these video blogs because, you know, she's just been pleasuring herself. Um, and you can also check all of our stuff out at newworldsexeducation.com or redhottouch.com. Before the break... I was speaking with Victoria about Paul Krasner, and I bring him up again simply because he's a great example of someone who's been pushing the boundaries for decades of what's considered acceptable and um, making room for new information, new ways of thinking to bubble to the surface. Um, Irreverence is one of the most highly prized um, things in an open and free society because it's lets us know where we need to open things up potentially to let new voices in. And uh, I bring him back into the conversation simply to state um, that the potency of what I believe Jaya is up to and some of the people that are in the sex-positive community um, is very powerful because we have a big clampdown on sexual freedom and sexual conversation 
And in the opening up of this dialogue, there are some real pioneers, and we are lucky to have two of them here with us today, um, who are both pioneers in the world of ending female pain. Um, uh, the author of a book called Ending Female Pain is Isa Herrera, and she's on the line with us, and she has been working to uh, um, end female pain uh, that comes up from you know some women having female pain with sex uh, in their vulva for from birth, but many many women experiencing it after childbirth or surgeries, and it's been sort of a um, untalked about uh, hidden um, dilemma throughout society that this, this is going on. And we also have one of Jaya's partners in crime on the line with us, Ellen Heed, and uh, they have been doing a research project and developing a whole uh, series of um, videos and audio courses that are not yet released but uh, soon to be coming out that are dealing with the same topic. So first I want to bring in Ellen. How are you doing, Ellen? Just great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm, I feel like I'm running a, my, mile, my mouth a mile a minute because I think I'm a little nervous here. <laughs> so much talking. <laughs> What's that? It's so much talking. I know. I, I, like, um, uh, fortunately, I have two fascinating people in the line with me, so I won't have to do too much blathering to fill up the space. But uh, um, uh, So, Ellen... You have been working with Jaya for many, many months now. Yes, we've been in we've been in process together for about a year. Mm-hmm. Um, as you know, she came to me a year ago with scar tissue in her pelvic floor, and we managed to completely um, disappear it. Uh, right. Again, much to my surprise, and somewhat to her surprise. And I much to my she... and her gratitude, because you <laughs> gave us back our sex life. Really. But, that's fantastic. I was pleased to do so, but I found what the thing that shocked me that I'd only seen once was that scar tissue not only can be made resilient, but can be made completely to disappear. Wow. And I think that this is um, spectacular news that needs to be discussed, so I'm happy to be here discussing it today. So, so was, this, um, was your work with Jaya sort of the beginning for you of really working with uh, the vulva and vaginal scar tissue or had you already No, it wasn't the beginning but it was uh probably the most spectacularly successful and I attribute that to Jaya's uh her own state of being she's mm. such a very energetic person and enthusiastic sex positive attitude has a lot to do with that and I'm hoping to get into some of the discussions about the emotional connection to scar tissue and how beliefs hold scars in place in the body uh, with Isa, but I think that Jaya came in ready to heal, yeah. and because of that readiness, she had a spectacular experience, plus she was willing to do some homework <laughs> and willing to really take responsibility for her own healing. I think all of those are required for a spectacular 100% um, change to happen, yeah. especially uh, with regards to scar tissue in the pelvic floor. I agree 100%, and I know that our guest, Isa Herrera, does. I did a little reading in Isa's book. Um, welcome, Isa. How are you? I'm doing great. How are and you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm, I'm missing Jaya. She's off for about five days, um, okay. but um, I'll survive, and I'll be happy to see hey, you. Hey, you're doing a great job so far. What's that? You're oh, doing thank, a great job. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, so, um, you... 
entered this journey. It sounds like, uh, if I'm reading this correctly, I don't know when the book came out exactly, but about 10 years ago? Yeah, well, in the beginning I was a personal trainer just working with uh, women in the pre- and postnatal capacity and exercise. And then, you know, after just listening to their stories, I started hearing all the, this talk about uh, painful sex, um, you know, my husband no longer fits in my vagina. I can no longer have orgasms the way I used to. Um, just not feeling well down there. And I said, you know what, this is something that needs to be addressed. And I was looking for some another thing to do, something different. You know, I was trying to make a change in my own life. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to go back to school, and I'm going to become a pelvic floor muscle expert, and I'm going to go out there and really give women the tools that they need to help themselves. And that's been my life's journey, you know, with this process. And then I had my own baby. And then from that experience came the fact that, yes, you know, there is a lot of scar tissue and pain in the vulvovaginal area after labor and delivery. And so then I started working primarily a lot with uh, postpartum women. And have you found, uh, when you entered into this journey, did you find basically people pounding down your door to get get the information that you're... Um it's unbelievable, or? absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there are so many women out there who have some sort of painful, um, chronic pain or sexual pain that that they need they need the work and they just don't know where to get it. So yes, I'm really busy with that, and that's when I decided to write my book, Ending Female Pain, because I wanted to bring the information to a broader audience, right, and get the word out there because not everyone has access to the work. Yeah, I would say very few people do. I think it's um, it's interesting, too. I don't know if uh, both of you know the hundredth monkey principle, the idea that um, a idea whose time has come has sort of starts popping up all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it was, you know, interesting once. Maybe it's also just awareness, like, oh, well, Jai is getting into this, so now where who else is talking about it? Who else is working on it? But it does seem like there are many women who are um, sort of starting to, finally say, hey, this doesn't need to be this way. Yeah, I mean, uh, the research shows that, uh, you know, there's 30% of women out there who, who suffer from some sort of chronic sexual pain, and one out of three women, about 30%, one year after childbirth is still having painful sex. Uh, or it just doesn't feel like the way it used to. Right. I know Jaya sees it in her practice all the time, and I'm sure you do, Ellen, as well. So yeah. I'm going to have you step in here, Ellen, and um, take a little bit of the lead. Well, I, I was so excited to read your book, Isa. It's fantastic. Thank you. It's Thank so you. thorough and beautifully written and completely easy to understand. I have looked at a few books on pelvic floor, scar tissue, remediation pain, and it, they're not so easy to comprehend, but I found yours to be beautifully usable and inviting and Organized, it's just ex- extremely good book. Very, very well, when, when I started yes. writing the book, I really wanted to make it so that the women could duplicate the work at home. There's no reason why they couldn't pick up the book and do their own intravaginal massage and scar tissue releases and trigger point releases. And that was my primary goal with the focus on rebuilding them also on a mind-body level and mm-hmm. then getting the core and, and releasing, you know, a lot of the emotion in the muscles with the yoga. So that was my focus, and I'm so happy that you really enjoy the book. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. So tell me, how does a woman take control of her own pain when she recognizes she has a problem? How does she make that step into empowerment? 
And, you know, that's, that's one of the hardest questions. Uh, you know, when I looked at that question, I'm like, wow, okay. Because the average woman will go to five to six doctors before they actually seek, they get the uh, right diagnosis yeah. or someone actually acknowledges that they have sexual pain because you go there and they're like, you know, welcome to motherhood or, um, yeah, stuff like that can happen or if they get a, a very severe laceration in the pelvis. They're like, you know, it's going to get better with time, but listen, it doesn't always get better with time, and you have to become very proactive. So I'm going to I'm going to break in here because that was a very big question. We're going to come up against the commercial break here in just a second, um, and we can come back to that uh, topic. I just want to say you can find out more about Ellen Heed at ellenheed.com. That's e l l e n h e e d dot com, uh, or you can go to find out about Issa's work at endingfemalepain.com. Uh, spelled like it sounds, endingfemalepain.com. And um, uh, we will be back after a short break to get more fantastic information on Sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. When Zaya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected, that we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even co-worker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Are you ready to grow your business? Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show with your coach, Rick Carrado. This entertaining talk radio program will bring you the tools to help increase your business. You'll learn sales success, time management, lead generation, business development, life balance, and much more. Rick Carrado is here to help you take your business to the next level. Listen for the Independent Business Owners Show, heard live every Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Sensuality. 
in to Sex with Jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own. Please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. All right, we are back with Isa Herrera and Ellen Heed, both pioneers. Um, Jaya is in the mix of the, the pioneers as well of working on ending female pain, specifically pain of the vulva. I keep saying vulva because Jaya this last week has been reminding me every time I say vagina, mm-hmm. which is more often than most men probably do, um, that uh, the vagina is just the canal, but the vulva is the mm-hmm. actual entire um, area. So a exactly. yeah. little, little bit of information there. So um, exciting conversations during the break about how this is really the forefront and it's surprising how little doctors know. So um, uh, Ellen, when, when you were speaking to Issa about that, this really, this is, it's a shocker, the, the ignorance of doctors in this field. Well, I don't really want to um, rain on, a, on the medical profession's parade in any regard, but what I notice with people who come to see me is often, as Issa has said, they have come through um, the doorways of many doctors' offices before they finally find an accurate uh, assessment or diagnosis of their problem, and I wanted to get Issa's perspective on what's going on here. How come doctors can't help a lot of the time, or why might they not know about what the nature of the problem is? You know, I've actually thought about that quite a bit, and when it comes down to it, I think it has to do, you know, you can't blame the doctor if they're not educated, because the problem is that it starts in their education. When you think about medical school, and I actually went to medical school for a year Mm. uh, before I wised up, um, it's not taught. It's not taught, you know, a, a vulva health class or how to do a proper vulvar exam, how to test the muscles, how to look for trigger points, and and spasms and adhesions in the pelvis, it's just not taught on on that level. Mm-hmm. And so when they come and and they and you go to these physicians, they're like, what? What what's going on? Everything looks perfectly normal, but they haven't gone into the muscles or palpated the tissues. So to what really does get palpate mean? Palpate means to touch, just to uh-huh. touch and get a really accurate assessment of what's going on because. You can look externally into the vulva, that's my new word now, vulva area, and you can really, by just touching, figure out what's going on inside without having to go inside. I think that's have disappeared a lot from the medical practices, palpatory, good palpatory practice. Where oh, absolutely. not to feel anymore. They just look or um, don't have the time, really, to do uh, a thorough examination that would include testing the tissue to see if there's any tightness or stiffness or lack of resiliency. I think if people are looking for their own scar tissue. In or the even lack before. of strength, you know, Yes, uh-huh. and endurance. I mean, I would like to see that at every postpartum checkup. Mm-hmm. That's my passion. Mm-hmm. That's where I would love for this to go, you know. So along those lines, in terms of palpation, um, do you recommend that women literally take their health into their own hands to do their own self-exams and to uh, understand what feels healthy and what feels not so healthy in terms of scar tissue in the pelvic floor? 
Oh, absolutely. What gets me is that, you know, everybody recommends that you do a breast exam on a monthly basis, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, a, that's the thing these days, make sure you examine your breasts. Well, I also believe that you need to examine the vulval vaginal area once a month to see because yeah. there's always changes, especially during pregnancy and then after you have the baby. And the great thing about my new book, Ending Female Pain, is that I cover a whole chapter on how to do your own exam. That's yeah. so powerful. So oh, it's so powering. Yeah. Now, women really need permission to look and feel in their own bodies. We've been so um, kind of turned away from ourselves and encouraged not to look like that's an area for medical professionals only for your sexual partner, but don't go there yourself. (laughs) I know, I make it in my body, but I can't touch it, you know? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. And and honestly, when when, when when women come into my office and I'm like, okay, when was the last time that you looked at your vagina and you looked at the whole structures and palpated even up to your belly button and, and your gluteal muscles, they're like, I haven't looked down there in years. (laughs) <laughs> like, what are you, nuts? <laughs> I think a lot of women are scared, too. Yes, they are scared, too. And, I, you know, that's the whole psychology of it, when, when we can embrace our bodies more, when we become these powerful women and, and these sexual women. It's all going to change, but I think it has to come up. You know, we have to talk more about it. So shows like this are fantastic because you can get the word out there. Absolutely. So... I have a question that may be a little bit woo-woo, but I have found this to be true in my own practice, and I really wanted to get your perspective on it, Isa, which is, do you think emotions can get trapped in the scar tissue in a pelvic floor? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to remember that, you know, a lot of women, you know, sometimes it doesn't just come from, you know, having a baby. Right. There could be other issues. There could be endometriosis, fibroids, and that, oh, that has its own psychology behind it. You know, or how about, you know, accidents, skateboards, roller skates? Oh, absolutely. Falling on your coccyx when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, I look at my daughter, and I'm like, if she falls, I'm immediately, you know, going to align her. Yeah. You know, because I'm, like, I'm afraid of a lifetime of pain. <laughs> but the thing is, with, remember that it's a psychobiology, right, that the, that the tissue holds on to memory. And that memory, that psychological memory stays in there. And when you go and you touch a woman in the vagina, and you do a release of the muscles, many times they cry. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that to be true. You know what else I notice is that when that emotion actually comes up to the surface, that's when the scar starts to soften. Absolutely. As the emotional release happens, it can feel the scar literally in real time dissolve under your fingers. Absolutely. Or under my fingers. I, I find it that miraculous. And, and the thing is, with, with all the scars, especially C-sections, mm-hmm. because around the C-sections, Generally, there's, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, you know, generalize, but there is a sense of loss mm-hmm. among the women. And when they come to me, because I do a lot of C-section work, because the C-section is so interconnected with the pelvic floor muscles, that when you start to touch them and you're making that connection between the first and second chakra, the sexual chakras, that yeah. they start to cry and tell you about their births and their disappointment and how they wish. And then you try to say, hey, listen, things happen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It's it, 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 to experience it and to let it go, and then that scar starts to soften up, and then they start to be able to do their core work much easier or breastfeed without pain. Mm-hmm. You know. So I have a question about that. Um, I'm just full of questions today, but my question is: since the C-section happens in the low belly, how does that scar tissue then affect the pelvic floor? What's the route that the scar tissue travels between the belly 
and the pelvic floor. Okay, I think it's twofold. One is that the fascia, and the fascia is like the connective tissue, the glue that keeps us together. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. The fascia of the pelvic floor muscles and the abdominals is interconnected. It's like, it's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, right? that's a great way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, and, it's sort of like the connector of the two pieces of bread. Oh, absolutely. And the abdominal fascia is interconnected into the pelvic floor. Uh-huh. And when there's this harmony between two, when there's this harmony, because I consider that surgical to create a disharmony, you know, the relationship is no no longer in harmony, and then there's, there's like, some anger. And, mm. and I don't want to say anger, but there's also, like, um, just tension that's created because the integrity of the tissue has been compromised. Do you think the tissue itself is a little angry? Oh, absolutely. I see. Absolutely. I mean, you you know, if you've dealt with women with C-sections, you know there's a lot of anger sometimes mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. that. And I think, but also... Remember that they've also cut through the uterus, and sometimes pelvic pain is the visceral origin. It comes from what's happening within the body, within the organ. So actually within the organ itself. Yeah, because everything is connected, so you mm-hmm. can't. And that's the thing, because a lot of women say, oh, I've had a C-section, I don't, I'm not going to have any pain in my vagina, in my vulva area, and then it happens, and then they're even, they're even in more shock. That's what I've like, to be true in my own practice, working with women who've had C-sections, they were like, what? How come it hurts when I have intercourse now in my cervix? And it happened after the C-section. And I've actually found women whose you could feel the scar tissue growing down into the cervical region, which has then been immobilized by the scar tissue, which creates this vulnerability to impact with intercourse. Like the, the in a healthy woman uh, or a woman who's not dealing with scar tissue in the pelvic floor, that the cervix can actually move and move out of the way of an incoming penetrating object, you know, like her husband's penis. Absolutely. But the in a woman who's had a C-section, maybe not, you know, that mm-hmm. the, the uh, cervix can't actually get out of the way. And then there's all this pain with intercourse that wasn't there prior to the delivery of the baby. Yeah, and, uh, and sometimes with C-sections you get a lot of bladder issues too because of that scar tissue gets bound down. Scar tissue doesn't, you know, just lay itself down in a really pretty sort of organized way. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like erratic and, and a little bit like just very disorganized, so it will attach to anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, so sometimes you have bladder issues, and the bladder and the pelvic floor muscles, they have to work together. So sometimes if the, the bladder is just not happy, then the pelvic floor is going to be like, okay, it's reacting to what's happening around it. Mm-hmm, including in the uterus and even in the... Uh, and abdominal incision. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. 100%, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what would you recommend as a way to work with pain caused by a C-section if you're a woman uh, wanting to be a self-helper? Well, I think the main thing is, you know, wait for the C-section to be healed, or you can, you know, start very superficially at first massaging it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can do something as simple as um, circular massages along the incision. You can go above and below because it's not just going to be at the incision. Scar tissue can go all the way up to the, to the belly button. Uh-huh. You've got to really sort of like, you know, search. I call it search and destroy. <laughs> you know, get it out of the body. Search and destroy all scar tissue. <laughs> doesn't belong there. You know, it's right. just creating havoc. Get it out. And, 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 and work with somebody who, who's familiar with it, you know, mm-hmm. who, who is in this kind of line of work. And get one session um, but 
just circular massages, stretching the way you would stretch your hamstrings. Mm-hmm. Well, the same thing would apply to stretching a scar or stretching the pelvic floor muscles, right? Mm-hmm. You want it to have nice sort of like elasticity. So with that, the massage is really critical. And trigger point releases along the scar, too. Which is so when you're working with the scar, you want to feel a change in the tissue itself, away from stiffness and almost being brittle to being stretchier and more resilient. Yeah, and the goal, really, the goal, and if you look at my book, I have some great pictures of the C-section that I worked on, is that you want to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the, the C-section looks like a, a tuck or a crease in the low belly. Yes, and if you see that tuck, you know that you you got you got to work. You've got, you got some, some adhesions work. going on there. Yeah, you've got uh-huh. to work on that. And do you work with any particular kind of oil or cream or some kind of a medium to make the massage uh, more comfortable? Well, you know what I really like? I like rose oil. Mm-hmm. I really love rose oil, and I really love lavender. Mm-hmm. You know, I like calendula. Uh-huh. I think that really works really well. And I do love vitamin E. Oh, vitamin you know, E, I, great yeah. stuff, yeah. Yeah, I try to stay as natural as possible with it. You know, and I, if I can couple um, the massage, the the lavender oil, and then the, it calms the patient, you know, the the woman down also, mm-hmm. then I've hit on two levels. I've hit on the, the body level, and then I've also hit on the mind level. Sort of the aromatherapy plus yeah. the actual effect of the massage. That sounds great. Yeah, sort of just like calms them down, and they just feel so good. And then they, they you know, they deal with it. And every time they smell it, they know, oh, mm. okay, I can be relaxed. I can mm. go in there. I can do this. You don't have to have a Ph.D. to, to massage a scar. Yeah, I love that. Everybody can do this. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And uh, Ellen, do you you find some success with castor oil? Yes, I use castor oil very oh, frequently yeah, in my sure. practice. I find that it penetrates deep and quickly, mm-hmm. and I get um, resiliency returned to the tissue very rapidly. Sometimes so fast that it's hard to believe how how anything. An oil could penetrate that quickly, but somehow it does. No, the castor oil is fantastic because it's also an anti-inflammatory. Mm. Yes, right. Yes. It releases all, all, all the all the the bad um, chemicals from the area. But do you use it with the, with the heat, or are you using it to massage the scar? I do both. It? I use it with as um, a massage oil, working directly on the scar. Yeah. And then I send women home with a bottle and tell them to do their own application directly on the scar, and then put uh, silk flannel. Uh, three layers of cotton flannel with a castor oil, lay it over the scar, and then put a hot water bottle on top of that for 20 minutes every day for a month, especially in the case of a C-section, mm-hmm. because the body's laying down fresh connective tissue every day, oh, absolutely. and that connective tissue continues to form in the snarl of the scar unless you outpace it with a daily application of castor oil. Yeah, I, lo- I love the castor oil, too. I think that's fantastic, too. Mm. All right. Well, time is flying. We are getting fantastic information, but we're up against the break, uh, ad break again here. Um, we're speaking with Ellen Heed, and you can find more about her at ellenheed.com, E-L-L-E-N-H-E-E-D.com. And we're also speaking with Ita Herrera, who's written a fantastic book called Ending Female Pain. That's a big uh, claim, and I think she's living up to it. And you can find out more about her at endingfemalepain.com. We will be right back with more Sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! 
If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. When Daya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected. So we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let him know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Total career success. What does it mean to you? Voice America presents a radio program dedicated to help you achieve your career goal. Even in times of economic uncertainty, you can achieve your financial goals. Whether you're a college grad, new in the working environment, or a top-level executive, you will benefit from the practical and proven advice on job search and career advancement. Join Ken and Cheryl Dawson every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, for total career success on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Right, we are back with more sex with Jaya. Want to let all the listeners know we are doing a little hiatus here for the summer. We've got a lot to get on top of. We're launching eroticintelligencetv.com. It's already up, but there's not much there yet. Um, so we got a lot of work to do there. And you can keep uh, on track with us at newworldsexeducation.com or redhottouch.com. And um, the show will continue to air. We're going to do. So, we're going to show um, have. Not show, but you'll be able to listen to the best of episodes over the next couple of months, um, and hopefully we'll be coming back shortly. Uh, you know, towards the end of the summer, and um, we are speaking with Ellen Heed and Etha Herrera, and we're talking about ending female pain. So 
So you guys were talking about something over the break. I want you guys to be able to get right to that. Isa, this is Ellen speaking. I just wanted to ask you about the relationship between the um, prolonged use of birth control pills and pain and scar tissue in the pelvic floor. I'd like you to put those two things together for our listeners since I don't think this is this connection's made very often. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, first of all, prolonged uh, birth control use affects the vulvovaginal area in, in many ways, but it affects it in a way that it causes sort of like an inflammatory condition. Okay, mm. so it causes like a vestibulitis, they call it, which basically means that within the, the the minor lips of the vagina, there's a little line there. And so for for a woman to, um, for penetration, is very, very painful, very, very painful when that inflammatory condition affects because it's affecting the nerves and these little receptors that are sort of like um, little structures that accept things to them. So... With the birth control pill, there are some byproducts that happen in the body, right? I mean, the for every the reaction, there's inflammation. Right. For every action, there's a reaction. You put something in your system, something else is going to happen. And what they discovered is that these little proteins go, and there's like these, you know, the little receptors in the vagina and the vulva area mm-hmm. that sort of accept estrogen and, and, and testosterone because testosterone receptors are high in the vulva area. Uh-huh. Okay. And because these other little proteins take up those sites, you start to get sort of like an inflammatory condition, sort of like an itching and a burning down there. Wow. And does that actually create scar tissue all on its own? Well, I think that if, remember, because it's there and because it's so connected to what's going inside the vaginal canal, Mm -hmm. then what you're going to develop is trigger points and spasms and adhesions, absolutely, as it responds to the inflammatory state that the vulva is in. Oh, my goodness. That's, you know? that's, that's, that's fascinating and terrifying at the same time. I tried to get, I tried to get my patients off of it, and, and a lot of women are now using the seasonique thing, which they get, like, what is it, four periods a year or something like that. What do you think about that? You know, I, I don't, you know if you want to know the truth, it, it doesn't feel natural to me. You're meant mm-hmm. to have a cycle. Mm-hmm. You know? I think so, too. I think there's a reason that we shed our uterine lighting. It helps to keep things fresh yeah. and renewed in a cellular level. Yeah, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with the research on that in, in the coming years. You know, not now, maybe 10 to 20 years on the line. I'd be very curious to see Yeah, what the, what's going to happen yeah, with that. Right. Um, all right, so over the break, we were talking, and Issa mentioned uh, something that's going to be airing on MTV. Is that right? Yes. So we'll tell us um, more about that. Yeah, um, they've con- they, what they're doing, they're doing a show called I Can't Have Sex. Mm. And it's three different perspectives. And one of the perspectives is someone doing uh, with the physical therapy and the body work. And it's going to air in August. So that's really exciting because the word is going to really hit a big audience. So, and they're actually working with you, is that correct? Yeah, they're actually working with me and they filmed um, the person coming into my center and about five or six sessions we filmed it doing the intravaginal massages. I mean, we can't show that, but, you know, whatever they can show, you know, I'm sure that MTV will, will come around and do something like that. Mm. Fantastic. So, yeah, it's very exciting. And the other perspectives are, are from, like, a medical perspective? Yeah, it's a medical perspective. I think the other perspective is a surgical perspective. Mm. And then the other thing, also a medical perspective, I think, is with meds, using different kinds of meds. Wow. And our perspective is the holistic mind-body approach. Mm. So very, I'm sure it's, uh, the cliffhanger is to see which which uh, works best. Yeah. Right. 
having uh, a cliffhanger, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is awesome. I'm glad that the word is getting out there. I know that uh, my my sex life with Jaya was saved through this work, and I know, um, I didn't know before, but I know now that a lot of women are suffering from vaginal pain and not able to have sex, and I'm sure the pain extends into other areas of their life. Um, and Ellen, you and Jaya have uh, something that's the launch of, of of your own work in this area called the Sex Life Makeover. Uh, yes. We've got a webinar coming up. How can people find out about that and get get on the webinar? Yeah, well, the best thing to do is to... Um, I actually don't have the information in front of me at this moment. I wish I did, but I will see if I can call it up before the end of the show. Okay. We are presenting a an educational webinar. Sherry Winston, the author of Women's Anatomy of Arousal, which is a fabulous anatomy and sex book, and Jaya and myself will be co-hosting and co-teaching a webinar on June 23rd. That's a week from, that's next week, at 5 in the afternoon Pacific Standard Time, and people can go online and register. And I'm going to see if I can call up that URL uh, while um, while you talk for a minute. All right. Well, if they can't find it there, I'm sure uh, they can locate all of this information through NewWorldSexEducation.com, um, or they can uh, you can get some information up there on EllenHeed.com. And uh, I have it. Down. Here it is. Okay. So they would go to IntimateArtsCenter.com backslash Super Sex Makeover dash webinar. Wow. All right. Yeah. It's a little complicated, but there it is. Cool. So we're up against the end of the show. This has been fantastic. Thank you so much, Isa and Ellen, for joining us and being pioneers in Thank this you. area. Um, come back for more Sex with Jaya. I've enjoyed Sex with Jaya. Have you? <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.